Hey friend, welcome back to the show. As Christians, we know that prayer is a key part of healing and restoration of our family relationships. But do you know what it really takes to activate God's movement in your family estrangement situation? The Bible is clear on this, and you need to be armed with the answer. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, friend. Come in, come in. What have you been doing? I've been enjoying seeing the pretty pictures of newly planted flowers on Facebook lately. It's no secret that I highly prefer autumn and winter, but there is something beautiful about seeing the new life and the flowers of spring as people share their pictures on Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, as the Facebook group for Christian Estranged Moms continues to grow, I've been paying attention to the things our community members are talking about. So many are wondering if they will ever see a son or daughter again, and many are missing their grandchildren. And that got me thinking about what it takes to activate the movement of God. I want to talk to you about that today, about how to activate the promises of the Bible and bring them into motion in your family estrangement situation. And I want to invite you to join us in the Facebook community. It's a private online space where you can be amongst Christian mothers who understand what you're going through with your family estrangement. You can ask questions, get support, and help others too. It's an active, supportive group of moms at various stages of estrangement, and you are welcome there. There is power in a group of like-minded, believing women of faith. To join us, go over to estrangedmoms.community. I hope to see you there. Okay, let's talk about activating the movement of God. Jesus gave us the answer of what it takes, and he did it in such a beautiful, simple way. In Mark chapter 5, we find Jesus ministering to multiple people. A synagogue ruler wanted Jesus to come and heal his daughter, who was sick and at the point of death. And as Jesus walked with the synagogue ruler on his way to heal the man's daughter, a woman with an issue of blood touched the hem of his garment. She was healed of her illness, and Jesus stopped and spoke with her. He told her in verse 34 that her faith had made her whole. Her faith. 
Then word came that the synagogue ruler's daughter had died. To the world, it looked like it was too late for her to be healed. But in verse 36, Jesus speaks to the girl's father and tells him not to be afraid, only believe. Jesus went on to the place where the dead girl lay and he brought her back to life. In both situations, Jesus teaches us that our belief activates his movement. We need strong belief or faith to turn an estrangement around, but it's easy to get discouraged when you see other moms having loving, strong relationships with their adult children, or when you read triggering stories that seem to say that there's no hope for you, or when you've been waiting and praying and not yet seeing the reconciliation taking place. I understand that you might feel weary, but let me tell you a story about the activating power of belief. Some years ago, two of my uncles were diagnosed with lung cancer right around the same time. Both of them were married to sisters of my dad. The sisters' names were Janet and Lois. My aunt Lois and her husband decided to take what they probably thought was a practical approach. And while my uncle had treatment for the cancer, they also planned for the possible worst outcome. They hoped for the best, but also tried to be prepared for him not recovering from cancer. My Aunt Janet and her husband took a different approach. My Aunt Janet told the family that while they loved them all, they were requesting that people only came by or called if they had positive things to say and were believing with them for a healing. Her husband also had medical treatment for the cancer, but my Aunt Janet and her husband refused to even slightly entertain the possibility that my uncle would not recover. They believed for a miracle. My Aunt Janet said that one night, as my uncle was sleeping next to her in bed, the Lord spoke to her, and she was assured that my uncle had just been healed and that he was going to be okay. She said she hesitated to wake him up because she didn't want him to be upset for her disturbing his sleep, but she could not contain her excitement. So she woke him up and said, George, you are going to be okay. And he replied with something like, I know, Janet, we're believing for a healing. But she was like, no, more than that, I mean you are healed right now. Well, when the doctors ran the next scan, They could not find a single trace of the lung cancer. My uncle George was healed. Praise God. He made a full recovery. Unfortunately, my other uncle did not recover and the cancer claimed his life. I absolutely do not believe those two very different outcomes were a coincidence. Now, I'm not saying that no one would ever die of an illness if they had stronger belief. I don't claim to know everything there is to know about God's timing, but I am telling you that your belief plays a major role in the outcomes in your life, and that includes with your family estrangement. Your belief impacts your results on multiple levels. Most importantly, your belief activates God's movement on your situation. And it's not enough to just say you believe God will move on how you feel and on your estrangement. If you say it, but then you also speak defeat over your situation, that's not the kind of belief you need. If you say it, and then you act as if you lost the battle, that's also not the kind of belief you need. 
You are in a battle for the well-being of yourself and the healing of your family. You're in a battle and half-hearted warriors do not win wars. So I want you to ask yourself two questions and journal out your answers. The first question, what do I choose to believe about my estrangement? Next question, who do I need to be to fully show up in that level of bold, relentless belief? For that question, really think about who you need to be and what you need to do to be in that place. Describe that version of yourself. What does she need to show up like to be a bold, unwavering warrior? And if you find that you need some help with becoming that version of yourself, that version who believes boldly and takes strong actions rooted in faith, I can help you as your estrangement coach. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule and set up a time for a consultation. During the consultation, we'll go over the details of your situation and I will assess exactly why what you've tried so far has not worked. You'll walk away knowing what it would take to get you to a better place and I'll also answer all of your questions about how I can help you get there. There is an epidemic of attacks against the family unit. It is time for you to heal yourself and your family. If nothing changes, nothing will change. The link for the consultation will also be in the notes for this episode. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.